This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Yes, hello and welcome to the second hour of Life Beats. Yes, I'm very excited. I'm just kind of boomed into that. Um, uh, and that is because uh, back with us again for another week, our fabulous, most... Uh, favorite fitness couple, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, are here. Hello and welcome, guys. Hi. Mike and Viv, so good to see you guys. How's your week been? Very, very busy week, uh, as per usual, (laughs) Uh, but good. Uh, uh, That's the funny thing because, you know, we're heading into the holidays right now. Uh, I think next week, kids are on holidays. Everybody starts with the holiday parties and that kind of thing. So it's like trying to get everything done before the holiday season starts, right? Yeah. It's a bit like that, Um, which is one of the things we're going to be talking about uh, on today's show, how to get through the holiday season without doing too much damage. Uh, (laughs) Because as we know, you know, it's party season. You're going to be invited over to friends. and Loads of food. Loads of food, right? The Christmas parties, the office parties, whatever's got the end of year celebrations, even if you're not doing Christmas, whatever it is. Someone's going to be doing something, (laughs) right? That's the scary part. Right. So it's like, you know, how do you get through it? But before we jump into that, um, you guys wanted to talk a bit about, because we were talking about last week a little bit about abs and uh, how how do you get those abs that you want, uh, which everybody wants, in fact. Uh, But as well, focusing on core strength. This is something we hear about, but I don't know that we know much about it. What does that actually mean, you know, when you talk about core um, and how do you strengthen it? Why is it important? Yes, yeah. 100%. Okay, so uh, your core is basically your abs, your back, so the side of your, like the complete of your abs, so your obliques as well, um, and, and it brings everything together. So the whole of your uh, your torso is pretty much your core, and you want to be working it from all angles because it's an essential part of your body. Right. Your um your upper body if you want to transfer weight down to your lower body you need to have a strong core if you want to do a twisting movement or even like a crunch movement you need to have a strong core is that why sometimes you know you try to pick up uh, something hi everybody if you're listening on instagram there uh, mike has got the phone out uh but is that why sometimes you know you go and you try to pick up something that's a bit heavier than normal and you do your back out is yeah. that what is that what pretty, it is? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But also um, how you're picking up as well. Usually people, when they bend down, they round their shoulders. And as soon as you do that, you put all the pressure into your lower back. Mm. So that's why I'm always emphasizing ooh, chest up, shoulders back. Right. You don't pull them back so that it's unnatural, but you just lift up. Yeah. Yeah. And I just it, did it just now. <laughs> <laughs> Not lifting anything, but I feel like sitting up straight. Yeah. But no, it, yeah. it's it's so important because having a strong core is basically it helps you prevent injury mm. and it protects your spine. And obviously our spine is what basically one of the most essential parts of our body. We really need to without our spine, movement cannot happen well properly. Say if we're paralyzed you you can't really move around so you really have to protect and strengthen your core um and yeah to protect your spine Mm, absolutely and so how do we go about you know strengthening that is it kind of separate is there a whole bunch of separate exercises that to uh, the exercise that you might normally do or is it something that you can incorporate into what you do already it's definitely um the exercises recommended to do are people are doing them all the time but yep. maybe not doing them correctly as well 
I'll so, give you some yeah. examples of the exercises first. So a plank would be your one of your main exercises. Oh, really? A exercises. plank exercise? Yeah. That's yep. a core exercise? Yep. Okay. So um, straight plank or original plank. You can do it on your straight arms or on your forearms. You can also do side plank as well. That hits your obliques, which are really important. And How do you do a side plank? Is that like... Okay, so a normal plank is you've got your elbows down yep. on yep. the floor. On yep. You've got your straight body. Yep. yep. So Completely hips are parallel, straight. shoulders are parallel for the you, floor. And your toes are on the floor, and that's yep. it. Yep. yep. That's Glute, a plank. Glutes tight, very important. Glutes tight, core tight. So when you say core tight, your abs, you're going you're gonna to engage the uh, abs as well. You're going to pull your lower abs in, mm. squeeze your glutes as tight as you can. You want to recruit as much muscles as possible. So, yep. um, you know, as you were saying about, about the plank, that's what your forearm plank looks like for anyone right. that's um, thinking about doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so your side plank is basically taking one arm off the floor? Yes, yes. Okay, so you're doing it just on one side and that engages the, your side. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Side, your side, side, your obliques. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your side, you know, yeah. that's closest to the floor. But you're getting that rotation. So so from, from the ground, you're basically rotating sideways 90 degrees. Okay. So that you're facing basically a wall or something right. else. Right, and do it slowly. Yes, 100%. Don't kind of like... No, 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 no. <laughs> like, whoa. Oh, yeah. But yeah, because you've got to control those movements, right? That's yes. really important as well. And also your alignment as well. You always want to make sure that you have your uh, points of reference, which I always say are your ears, your shoulders, your hips, your knees Indeed. and ankles. You want to try and um, imagine drawing a straight line all the way through all of those. I like that because it gets you to visualize it. Um, for those who might have uh, trouble, a little bit of trouble, because I always remember I like my... my <laughs> My bottom is always too high up and the trainer always has to push me down to make me straight. So should you do it like in front of a mirror just to get your, if you yeah, can? Yeah, you could do. I think, I think you have to answer why your bum goes up. So usually when people, if, you, if your glutes are up in the air, yeah. you know that you're not really feeling it anywhere close to the stomach. You're feeling it more in your shoulders. You've okay. changed the distribution of where the weight is. Yep. Uh, you've put it more in the, in, in the front side of the body. So when you start to go lower and lower and lower, you should immediately feel engagement happening around your stomach and then into your back as well. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you said about the whole trunk. I always like to em emphasize every movement that I'm making. So basically I would always, so if I'm doing a forearm plank or a straight arm plank, I'll push my hands into the floor. I'd make sure I'm activating my back muscles. And also I would emphasize the squeezing of the glutes because that pulls in your lower abdominals in. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you instantly feel the difference. Okay, that's a great tip. That's a great tip for engaging your core as well. What kind of other exercises can you do for, for core strength? You can also in, um, strengthen your glutes. So uh, hip raises or glute bridges. Mm -hmm. They're amazing for strengthening your your lower core. So your lower back and your glutes. Tell us the, what that looks like. So you're laying on your back mm -hmm. in you know, a sit-up type position. Okay. And then you raise your hips Knees up, up towards. Yeah, so they're yeah, in a bent up. position. Yes. Yeah with your feet flat on the floor yeah and you raise your hips up towards the ceiling or yep. the sky if you're outside doing it and then you squeeze your glutes and you should okay. feel you can feel your legs as well so this does work your legs but your primary 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 <laughs> <laughs> I can't primary. Say it. <laughs> muscles would be your glutes and then you'll feel your lower back slightly tighten it kind of makes it feel a little bit more secure if you're if you're doing the movement properly as well yeah and again it's all about that alignment so rather than going through your ankles, because obviously it's not your feet are bent, it will go through your knees, yes. your hips, and then Shoulder. your shoulders. Fantastic. So you always want to try and... I just want to add to that. That movement is not just for females. There are a lot of guys that try to avoid that particular movement, that avoid even training the glutes. 
It's very important for building a strong core. It's very important. The glutes are the biggest muscle in the Why do uh, they body. avoid it? Because they, they feel it's a, a very female movement. Yeah. So you're on, the, you're on the ground, lying on your back, and you're raising your bum up to the air and back down in that slow fashion. So they tend to feel it. Uh, they, a lot of guys tend to think, oh, it's more of a female movement, but it's not. Training your glutes. I think they feel everyone. embarrassed as well. We had a guy at our boot camp him during uh, yeah, the Five Fitness Challenge, and... Um, he was like, "Oh, I don't feel comfortable doing what? this." And then I, I spoke. I, I did it with him, and I spoke. I spoke. Uh, I told him how to do it, and then he was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay." And then he was like, "What are you doing?" Because obviously he wasn't used to that kind of movement, and he didn't realize like how effective it actually was until he actually tried it out and did it properly. But it. the actual yeah. action of it, because you see mostly females doing it, um, I say I feel men are it's a little like embarrassed. It's like what you see in the, in the aerobics classes that they do at the end, yes, kind of thing. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. And usually it's the women in there yeah. who are doing it. But guess what, guys? <laughs> this one is for you as well. You've got to be, to be out done. down on the floor doing this one as well. We've got Mr. and Mrs. Muscle with us in the studio. If you've got uh, any questions for them, do text them through four two one five two zero double two on do. But we are also there on Instagram. You can text through there as. Well, we're going to be uh, talking a bit more about uh, keeping your core strong um, as well as how to get through the holidays. That's going to be one for all of us, I think, particularly as well. And you're going to be talking about this uh, too, Viv. Um, If you've had recent weight loss and we had Nadine in. Um, Nadine Shibley on the on the show on Monday. Um, If you've had a recent weight loss, you don't want to undo all of that hard work. So how do you get through it? It's a, it's a really important topic and we would love your input. More on Life Beats on Pulse95 after this. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse95. Yes, we are back uh, with Mr. and Mrs. Muscle and we're talking uh, core strength this morning as well as um, the holidays and, you know, WhatsApp groups can be a big part of the holidays as well, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking about that off air. Um, but yeah, let's get back to core strength where we talk about um, how important planks are. They're fantastic for so many different reasons, right? Yes, yes. Um, and the side planks, uh, you talked about that, Viv. Um, what are kind of some of the other exercises that we should be going through as well? You've got the the loaded carry. Oh, is that okay. right? Yes. Yes. Yep. So um, it's, it's it's basically like a it's com- like we've got a few different types of loaded carries. You could hold, for example, a weight above your head. You could hold um, your you baby. Know. Oh, good point. <laughs> good point. If you're a mother out there, you could hold your baby up in the air carefully above your head. <laughs> I've seen it's a like a, it's a great trend now. You know, um, training post, with the baby. Yeah, post baby yeah. training with your baby using yeah. them carefully. Carefully. As as weights in in your exercises yeah. Yeah, as well, it's true. And 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 if you think about it, that's very functional because you are picking your child up. You're trying to do things properly, making sure you're not putting your back out. Man, I um, had great arms when my kids were I little. Solid. Yeah. 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 I've always said that actually. I'm I'm looking forward to becoming a mother because I'm like, yes, I'm gonna get my mummy arms. Yeah. Like, mums, you guys, you're super strong. Yeah, I'm just you can't like, compete against uh, a mother's strength. That's 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 very tough. Their working muscles are different. Your yeah. baby can like by the time they're like not even six months old, they can be like nine, ten kilos. <laughs> you it's know? true, it's true. It's true. And you're holding them all for the time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and amazing. A six pack of uh, 1.5 litre water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle carrying that from <laughs> from the shops to the. Oh, you know, you're to gonna have a lot of work to do, mate. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Once the baby comes, um, yeah. 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 So loaded carries are very, very good, and 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 you know, a loaded carry would be, for example, carrying the shopping bags. Like mm-hmm. you sometimes see men that are like, I'm not doing two trips, yeah. and they're literally <laughs> loading 
you know, as many bags as they can and they're walking and that's I'm a sure women were way. doing that before men though. Most now likely. it's like a trend for men to yeah. be doing it. <laughs> Put the keys in your mouth. Just, well, I don't know if they opened the door at the same time as holding it, so we, we've got <laughs> that one on you. I've seen but... all the videos on Instagram. <laughs> Some doing like splits, trying to closing the door and all sorts of no. the boot of their but car. Loaded carry, definitely something that helps to work all angles of the body. Um, if we look at, we've talked about the primary ones, like Viv said, about the planks. Just a quick one on planks. It's not going to be easy for you to um, get a really, really high, you know, amount of time in that plank position. You're meant to hold it for a good few, uh, few seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, studies uh, actually show yeah, that you're purely working the core um, for about up to 33.3 seconds. After that, all these other muscles start to kick in and you break down in form. So um, even though there are people that have plank records, even though there are people right. planking to a minute. I see all of these challenges, the yeah. plank challenges and stuff. Are you sh- like that's pointless? It's it's not that it's pointless. You're still building the strength around those muscles, but the that focus of where the core is working. Right. They've shown that on average about, about 30 33, seconds. yeah, thirty three point three seconds, thirty seconds. Yeah. So work your way up. The moment you start to break form, just release and have a break because you know you, you want to be able to do this with perfect form, mm. keeping all the muscles in uh, in alignment. Um, but yes, in terms of training the core, moving on to like the secondary kind of exercises, they're compound movements like squats deadlifts those are fantastic for activating lunges uh, as well oh lunges yeah of course amazing yeah Uh, they're fantastic for activating uh, the entire core your back your legs things that put you together Mm. um which is really really important even anything anything that um uh, makes you and forces you to balance as well right yeah that really helps with core which is why lunges are great because you have to balance to do your lunges yeah Yeah. split squats as well yeah we love exercises as well that do a whole bunch of things at the same time you were saying that even walking activates your your, uh, core core as well walking is very important it's um it activates the entire core but primary areas you'll be working obliques and your serratus those are the muscles on the side that help connect your back together it helps you with your movement so if you notice when you walk it's usually opposite hand opposite leg unless mm. you're marching yeah and if anyone's listening right now if you just stand up and just try to walk really really slow maybe put one hand on one side of your body and just take a stride you'll feel the muscles around your your core and your stomach activate and um, so walking you're having to balance thing. in that moment 100 percent, yeah yeah so that's why you you would feel it if you're doing it slow-mo yes you really really feel it that's really yeah. cool i never so thought about that. it before I love this. I love it. It's activating stuff in my brain Mm. that I get to think about as well. (laughs) Okay, so walking. uh, There are lots of different types of exercise that you can do for your core. Uh, But coming up next with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, we're going to be talking about uh, how to get through the holidays. It's time to to cover this uh, topic. It's so (laughs) important, especially if you've had recent weight loss. um, Making that transformation really stick. You want to stick to it. We want 2019 to be your best year yet. 100%. I want it to be my best year yet. Let's I'm excited it. for 2019. This is, yeah, this is very exciting. Stay tuned. More to come. And Life Beats Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. We're so engrossed in the conversation off air that we almost forget to come back. But hello, we are here. <laughs> it's all happening here in the Life Beats studio. Um, talking the holidays. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Mike, you made such a great point because we're about to head into the holiday season. Lots of parties, family get togethers. 
What happens, Mike? Tell me. We all get competitive. <laughs> I know my brothers are going to hear this. We get competitive. We, we see the food on the table. Someone makes the first move and you're wondering how much you're going to take because I'm not ready to eat yet. But you're going to take a lot, so I'm, I'm just going to get some onto my plate. You've got that side eye. You've, you're putting food onto your plate, but there's that side eye going on, on your brother or your uncle or whoever it is in the room All the time. who loves that pie as much as you do. <laughs> and they're about to go for it, and you're like, hold on a minute. And you just shove yourself in front of them. Always happens. <laughs> and, you, and you try to get your piece before it's all gone. Because you know that's what happens. That's it's it. always your favorite dish, right? That's the first to go. And, and then true. you're left yeah. crying until the next Christmas or the next holiday family celebration. Yeah, so that, that's, and, and that is actually a real point. It's, it's this holiday season, don't be too competitive around food. It's not about <laughs> who can eat the most. You may enjoy it. That's fine. You may want to save some for later. That's also fine. But just don't get competitive. It's a, no one wins in that situation. You've, you've come up with actually a really good strategy for um, trying to get in before everybody else. Yes. Care to share? Yes, help out. <laughs> cook first. <laughs> Stay there. Stay in the kitchen. Cook first. See where the food is going. That's your strategy. Put some yeah. away early. Get get yourself into the kitchen before <laughs> everybody else does. I love it. But Viv, um, what, what kind of do you have any challenges that you face in the holiday season around food? Around maybe not having enough time to exercise. Maybe going on holidays and that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, that can be difficult too. Well, definitely the biggest challenge is the overeating yeah. because sometimes well, back home you'll have several households to go to. So oh, yeah. you'll and have here too. Uh, yeah, oh, Same yeah. thing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. So you go to your in-laws, you go to maybe um, a brother or sister's house. Um, then, yeah. yeah uh, well, what did we do um, two years ago? Because we went back home. I started off at my sister's house. And then I was at my mom's house at first, and then I went to my sister's house, and then I went to um, my in-law's house, my brother-in-law's house. And so obviously every time you go to somebody's house, there's food there. And they so, expect you to eat it. That's yeah. A, that's and you want thing. to eat it as yeah, well. You want to because you know that everybody has a speciality dish yes. that you just need to to eat and um, I went back home after being away for it was only I think about four months and I was like oh I need some apple crumble and custard <laughs> in my life and my sister loves making it my mom yes. loves making it and also and my brother-in-law and his wife yeah well, I I think I, I love eating it more than anything yeah <laughs> oh god I'm with you on that and I made such a big fuss about it as well I was like is it gonna be crumble and custard yeah okay I'm there <laughs> that's the thing when you actually request it as well it's yep. just it's got to happen do you know what happens with Arabs as well that it's so in Eid when we have our Eid right um there are traditional dishes so there's like mamul, which is basically you know that the the biscuits or the cookies that are filled with nuts or dates, dates. or and they're just, you know, they're unbelievable. Mm -hmm. You know, they're really Moorish. And you just have to. And the thing is, you visited like maybe 10 different households and everybody's got it. And so you can't even say no because it would be just be rude. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, so just true. say no. I've just had like, you know, like 20 of them or whatever it is. <laughs> so it's a whole different problem as well. It is tough. It yeah. is tough. I it also tough. find that um, 
your physical activity does yeah. uh, lower as well because it's around the season everybody just wants to relax and you know watch movies and talk and, and sit at home and and especially back home because of the cold yes. we're all like yeah we're not going outside because it's either raining or it's just too cold but also here you just want to pass out after the meal because uh, yeah. it was so heavy right <laughs> Do you know I, I think a good thing to focus on if you, if you want to we've talked about not getting competitive which is a real thing don't get competitive um also stick to your early mornings you know a lot of people treat this holiday season as a time to be like no i'm gonna lay in if you focus on waking up early you'll be productive usually everyone else is quiet there isn't much to do in the day so Mm. you've got the time but a lot of people are secretly just using that time to have that lay in so right stick to your early mornings wake up early Great tip. I love that. Um, There's a study that's just been released that is really interesting. It says uh, that people who weighed themselves during the holiday season uh, didn't uh, put on as much weight as those who did not weigh themselves. So let's talk about this. You know, weighing yourself, what kind of an impact can that have? Is it good? Is it bad? You you hear about some uh, trainers saying don't weigh yourself at all. So what do you think? Um, I'm I'm still with the I, look. It's important to weigh yourself to kind of know where you're at. It's important to be accountable for that weight. But at the same time, we look at the accuracy side of things. We look at the time of day that you're weighing yourself. Are you weighing yourself before a meal, or after a meal? Mm. Um, in regards to the study talking about weighing yourself over that particular season, essentially what they're saying is be accountable. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So they're talking about weighing yourself twice a week. So not every day because yep. that would just drive you crazy probably. Um, but also being told how much exercise it takes to burn off something. Uh, like a mince pie, for example. How long does that take? 21 minutes um, of exercise, of running. Running, running yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even like, you know, for us in Australia, Tim Tams. Do you know Tim Tam cookies? Yes, yeah. That's like, like a good penguins. 20 minutes of pro- better than penguins. <laughs> I've had this this argument before. <laughs> we're the penguins. <laughs> from home, we're penguins. Okay, Tim Tams, yeah, I know, yeah. is uh, from no, Australia. Man, it's Tim Tams all the way. But anyway, that's for another show. <laughs> but that's like 20 minutes. That's one biscuit. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of there's there's been so many studies and, and revelations of um, like even a Kit Kat taking you so long to burn off, but like five seconds to eat. Oh, um, <laughs> I hate that. Is that yeah. a good thing to know? I do think it's a good thing to know. Again, it keeps you in- accountable. I do know the downsides though as well are kind of like oh, you know, but I really like it, and you just kind of think, okay, fine, and I understand it's going to take this amount of time to burn off, but I'll do it later. So, and you also mm. get obsessed about it as well. Yeah. It's really obsessive and it kind of creeps into everything. It's like you don't keep it just to one thing and then you start looking at everything. And then yep. also with the weighing of yourself, you, it's like, oh, after a while, you find you want to be weighing yourself more than twice a week or more than three times. Some people will do it multiple times a day. And then there's like a fine line between where it's healthy, okay, and being accountable and then where it's um kind of, messing with us a little bit psychologically so. no exactly and and as well kind of um what's the purpose of you wanting to weigh yourself yeah, you know is it to be accountable and keep track of things or um are you suddenly kind of going to stress about every hundred grams or whatever it is that you see on the scale and that's and- real that's a real thing you're right you know you hit mm-hmm. the nail on the head people do get stressed about that extra hundred grams or they get stressed about that extra one to three kilo increase what some people forget is that one to three kilos could easily be water weight. That one to three kilos could have been because you weighed yourself after having your three meals for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you obsess over those things, you're you're not really weighing that. This is what I mean about the accuracy. You're not really weighing the right side of things. But 
also your focus should be if you're weighing yourself is because you've that you're doing something different right and that different is you've got a workout schedule that you're, you're actively focused on you've got something that you can measure the weight against not just i, I you know i want to weigh myself and see if um you know the, the few biscuits i've stopped having have had a huge effect it's because you've added something big in but as well you know um muscle gaining muscle weight yeah that's mm-hmm. not going to show up um yeah. you know uh, that might not show up on the scales as a loss as well and that will freak people out 100%, too 100 percent, 100 percent. that's a big um topic that a lot of people have they, they they tend to get this topic really confused because we always say what weighs more muscle or fat and the first answer that people usually give is oh uh, muscle weighs more but then we have to remember if, if you've got five pounds of fat and you've got five pounds of muscle they weigh the same exactly yeah just that just the size that it takes up in the body is very different right so it's important that people remember that muscle is more dense and sometimes yes you've been building muscle so your weight is going up you just have to be consistent yeah exercise is not is, is not the bad guy here so a, a better um a measure of it all might be uh your belt on your pants <laughs> potentially yeah uh, yeah, vi- yeah. yeah visuals visuals how you feel you look in, in, or in, how in, you feel yeah, yeah in general definitely. as well how you feel you look yep 100 percent. and other people look remember you see yourself every single day and there used to be this thing that i used to do that viv used to hate you know i'd uh, <laughs> i would train and then come back from training and i'd pump up my muscles and say Yo, do i look bigger <laughs> do i look different then i'd wake up in the two morning hours ago. then i'd wake up <laughs> in the morning and i say to viv yeah but can you see like uh, do i look different like you see this <laughs> And then later in the day, people just be fed up. No, you don't look different. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? And that and that really upsets me. I'm like, <sighs> but I see you every single day. So if you ask yeah. that question to somebody that doesn't see you as frequently as, as I do, the they would see the difference. Oh, more. I love it. Maybe just take a photo of yourself and compare the before and after. Yeah, yeah. And do that. That's spot. one of the most effective ways, actually, to take a picture and compare. Do it. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I always recommend that, especially because. A lot of people don't actually technically need to lose weight. They just need to build a little bit more muscle and reduce their body fat. And it doesn't mean that, oh, yeah, I have to lose like, I don't know, 10 10 kgs just in general. Half of the time when people are losing weight, they actually lose muscle as well. So they have to be very careful. So it's just take take pictures of yourself. Obviously, you know, if if your body fat is slightly high, Mm. then that's something that you need to work on. Don't focus on the scales and the number because it does drive you crazy. And it has driven me crazy before as well. So I speak from experience. And even though sometimes I I used to tell myself, oh, yeah, I don't care about it. Whenever I gained weight, even if my muscle uh, um, mass went up, I still was like, oh, but I'm heavier on the scale. (laughs) And it kind of got to me inside. So I actually stopped weighing myself altogether. And there's there's times when, uh, you know, when you go to, I don't know, like we did the slingshot not long ago. And um, they were like, oh, so uh, what's your weight? And I was like, oh, I think I'm around, I think I always say about 52. <laughs> I keep that kind of weight the same. Yeah. And I think on the scales, I was basically 52. I've kind of maintained that, that set weight now. So um, uh, you just bring up a really good point about, um, you know, making sure uh, that you actually don't need to lose weight. Maybe it's just about building muscle. So do yeah. think about that. That's really important. Yeah. Um, you, you know, on the journey to health and fitness as well. But we're going to come back in just a moment and to uh, talk about uh, finally maintaining, like you said, you started it off, I like the segue, <laughs> maintaining, you know, if you've made some changes, how do you do that? How do you maintain it? How do you make sure it's going to stick into the new year? More to come on Life Beats. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. 
Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. As you just heard there, the incredible voice of Sam Yusuf a thousand times, that particular song. Uh, so many beautiful songs from him over the years, of course. It all started with Al Muallim, that particular album that we listened to uh, so much and loved so much. That's, uh, I can't believe that was 15 years ago. Incredible. That's how he broke out onto the world stage with that album. Um, and he is, of course, going to be performing live here in Sharjah at the Al Majaz Amphitheater. And uh, that will be on Friday, the 14th of December for the grand finale of the Sharjah Munshid Talent Competition. It's like the the um, the American Idol of, of Munshids. Uh, for, uh, for those who don't know it, it's in its 11th season. Absolutely incredible. Even if you don't understand Arabic, um, just hearing these guys sing is phenomenal. Of course, we did have um, Adil Al-Asadi, one of the contestants here on the show earlier this week, blew us all away, blew everybody away. Uh, and you can find that podcast, listen back to him, but see him as well, performing live. He's one of the finalists. He's going to be performing at the uh, the semifinals on Thursday evening from 7 and, of course, at the grand finale on the 14th of December with Sami Yusuf there. 30 dirhams, just 30 dirhams uh, for tickets to get down there. You can bring uh, get them uh, at SMC here or you can do it at at the Al Majaz Amphitheatre at the box office there. Get your tickets now. Do not miss out. Amazing. All right, coming back to Mr. and Mrs. Muscle as well. Uh, we're talking about how to get through the holiday season, especially if you've, you know, you've started to lose a bit of weight or maybe not started to lose weight, but you've focused on your health and fitness. I think, yeah, we have to kind of um, stop kind of talking about just weight loss because it's not mm-hmm. just weight loss, just focusing on your health and fitness. You might be, you know, putting on muscle. Um, as Viv just mentioned, or whatever it is, you know, getting yourself toned, getting yourself healthy um, and trying to get through that time, making sure it all sticks. So, you know, this particular article that we were talking about, um, Viv and Mike, or the the study rather, um, it actually offers a few really good tips uh, for keeping yourself on track. So take us through some of those. So a good way to kind of keep on track uh, for starters is not to change the schedule that got you to the place you were um, going to in the first place as you were saying yeah make yeah. sure you're up in the morning so up in the morning yeah keep the productivity um also it might be a good idea you're, you're, to kind of set challenges this is the season where you're really social and it can be really fun to challenge someone you haven't seen in a long time or someone that you're with to say hey let's challenge ourselves to do the most amount of uh, kilometers on the treadmill or the most amount of steps in the day nice um that's a good way to really be engaged it's the, it's a season of giving as well so maybe you can add a little gift or a t- like give yourself that kind of reward that keeps you going but make it fun and focus on encouraging other people so that's a good way to kind of um continue on with the journey that you've made the fitness journey that you're currently on um i would definitely suggest also adding something different so bringing it to the kind of psychological side of things we always expect we know that food around this particular time period is going to be festive. So it's kind of seasonal foods that come out and that's different. So we're used to expecting difference. Why not add something completely different to your training regime? Mm-hmm. So that ties directly into the psychological side of expecting something different. So if you're out there and you've never tried snatches, you haven't tried barbell squats, you haven't tried an exercise that you've seen that you've wanted to do, use this as the time period to learn how to do that. Or even um, like, you know, a lot of us are traveling. 
Yes. You know, it, it, I don't know, wherever you're going, you know, go for a run, go for a walk in that new place. And Precisely. That's that's a great way of, of discovering, yeah, exploring and Explore. being where you are and connecting with where you are and, you know, being part of it all, but also getting your exercise in as well at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, the exercise is actually, it's, um, it's one aspect, but it's also your day-to-day. So try not to have too many cozy days indoors just go for a walk or you know be active inside do activities with your family and mm. um, there's a lot always there's always something going on so definitely get out there and and go for it and do it and you don't realize we discussed this um a few weeks back about burning calories just throughout the day anyway oh, and yeah. the, basically the more you do you don't even realize it because you're you're enjoying yourself just doing things with your families and your friends but you're moving there's also movement involved rather than, you know, sitting down and just watching a movie. Yeah. Of course, yeah. of course, you have to get that in because you can't do not do that around holiday season. Too. No, of course. And you reminded me of something when you said that. Uh, I remember a few times when we had family gatherings, there was one less chair. And this, this could be a good idea to actually remove an extra chair from the room because it forces someone to stand up. And then someone looks at you and is like, oh, you've been standing for a long time. Come swap. Just, you know, come yeah. and sit down. <laughs> and that's, I, I promise, it's really good because it works. You get to kind of walk around do that encourage the old family or friends um to just be up because we t- this is again the season where people are sitting down a lot you're sitting to eat you're sitting to talk mm. you're sitting in gatherings staying seated is not good for you yeah it's not good for the circulation it's not good for the certain muscles it keeps you tight so you need to be able to stand get up get moving get up. i love it but get also <laughs> um a great one as well that was uh from that study as well uh watch your nutrition labels too yes Last tip, yep. Very, very, okay, so very, very quick. Again, guys, remember, even on nutrition labels, whatever facts or figures have been given, there's always um, a margin of error that's been allowed for, and it's usually a big percentage. So focus on um, foods that aren't too, too high in fats, too, too high in sugars. Don't look at just the carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are broken down into sugars as well. So look at the sugar side of things. If the sugar's really, really high, try to kind of stay away from it. If it says low fat, again, look at the sugars. Usually that means that, there's um, some sort of sugar that's been added in. So watch those nutrition labels. Make sure that you're opting for things that are lowering the calories, lowering the high, high, high fats, and watch the carbohydrate side. Amazing. We've run out of time. Amazing, as always. Thank you so much, Mr. and Mrs. Muscle. Thank you. Thank you. Um, lots of fantastic tips. It's going to be on our podcast as well. Make sure you check it out, SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. If you didn't hear the whole conversation, you can share it as well with your family and friends. I would say that that's great advice for this particular uh, episode. And we're going to be back again with you tomorrow from 10 a.m. with lots more of all of the good things that make life beat. Have a great day. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10am.